Hey guys, this is Dr. Cassandra Joseph. Join me on my journey to create something epic, to create my ground up startup. Listen to my wins, my struggles, and everything in between. Check out my journey on creating Odyssey Dental Summerfield. Jeez, how is it I'm going? I'm here. I'm healthy. <laughs> how is it going? Like, uh, uh, t- I mean, do you have so many questions. Like, right now, really quick. But like, are you are you guys home or are you guys still practicing or what are you doing right now? I'm open only for emergencies, so I have two emergencies today. One extraction. One patient just wanted us to, I guess, look. He was like, he's in pain, and I was like, you only have two options for canal extractions. He was like, let me think about it. I gave him an antibiotic and, you know, pain medicine, ibuprofen. I don't give him anything really stronger. And um, yeah. and that was it. That's all we did. And, of course, just working on systems in the office. I only have two employees, so they still come for four hours. But I feel kind of bad. I'm like, you know, they have to family. So I was like, you know, guys, I'll have you come in from 8 to 12 just so you know, we could train, make our system stronger, mm-hmm. team building, organize our office. Um, because there's a lot of still a lot of things that we could do to work on the business, not necessarily in the business all the time. And I think yeah. this is the time to just get it done. So I'm maximizing on that time. And also a patient's call because actually, you know, patients are still calling. Patients are still requesting appointments, actually. Really? So we're at least there to answer their questions and to help them out. Um, you know, just to not overwhelm the hospital things like that. And also make sure our patients know we're here for you. Yeah. So that's good then. I mean, right now, has there been any, like, cases in your town or anything like that or no? I believe my town, I haven't heard and I haven't read it, but my sisters told me they, they think there's, like, one case in Greensboro. Oh, North Carolina in total, I don't know. But yeah. North Carolina Dental Board recommends us close for two to three weeks. So I'm closed for two weeks. It's a recommendation, not a mandatory step. <laughs> but I was like, you know, I think it's leading to mandatory eventually. You might as well be proactive now. And also just keep everyone safe. That They say that's the best way for it to simmer down and not affect the elderly and the people with the compromised immune system. It's just stay home and practice social distancing. So... Mm-hmm. I just want to do my part. My team must do their part. So that's what we're doing. So you you guys, know, everyone are, go are, on. Are you guys closed then for two weeks or no? no you're, you're like. No, we are closed for two weeks. We're just doing emergencies. Mm-hmm. You know, okay. and that's what they recommend. They're like, you know, if someone has like an emergency, like infection, pain, swelling, we'll see those patients, which it was the case today. Like patient had a lot of pain, you know, infection. We're like, okay, we'll see you. But anyone else, not really, like cleaning, filling, simple things that, you know, really could wait two, three weeks. We're just waiting on, just not taking, you know, our chances with that. Yeah. We want to be part of the solution, not part of the problem. Yeah. And even if people decide not to close, you know, if they take those extra precautions, you know, we can't close every office. You know, there there has to be someone there to take care of our patients. So mm-hmm. I'm not judging anyone. I know some people are like, you know, judging people and upset with people um, that are actually staying open. I say, you know, take the recommendation, but it's a recommendation. You don't have to. But I'm taking it. That's just a choice I made because 
personally, I feel like all it takes is one person. And I think with me, it's the incubation time. They're like, it takes two to 14 days to show symptoms. Oh, so your patient may come on day five and have no idea. And they're, they're saying it, it doesn't really affect you if you're healthy, but you could still be a carrier and, 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 you know, and hurt your mother, father, grandparents that are, you know, over 60. Mm-hmm. Or patients that are over 60. Like, I have a lot of older patients. And my mother is in town. Well, she just left yesterday, actually. She's in town, and she's, like, 68. So I'm like, yeah, you have to be you have to be mindful of that as well. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Wow, your mom's young. <laughs> she's like, oh, those are my parents. Yeah, she's like, oh, those are my parents. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, no. I guess so. I think so too. <laughs> I know, yeah. But no, that's good. That's good. What is your so here? What is your team saying? Like, does your team? Because some people My have told me they're, they're they're down with it. I they're like, yeah, let's close. Or are they saying like, am I going to get paid? Or what are they? No, like we had to have a discussion. They know I'm a startup. I've only been at this game for three months. I don't have a pool of money saved for emer- I don't have a three month emergency fund since I've only been open for three months. Like, let's be real. <laughs> so we're just trying yeah. to. Um, a flu as a startup you know at the end of the day you might have nice patient flow might see a lot of patients but there still takes time to accumulate anything you know what i mean mm-hmm. to feel safe with this downturn right now so you know am i going to be okay if i had to pay them for two weeks yes i think at this rate any startup or office you know you're in trouble even before if you can't pay your your team and everyone has a mm-hmm. different size team unfortunately i only have two people so just talking from my perspective, I probably would be in trouble already if two weeks of not being able to pay my staff or paying my staff would cause me, you know, you know, detriment to the point where I need to shut down and I won't have an office. I probably have bigger problems than this issue right now. Yeah. So I'm okay if I had to. But I think there's like a happy balance because I am a startup. I was like, guys, let's come in for four hours. Even if we don't see any emergency patients, there's plenty of other things we could do. I want you to come in from 8 to 12 every day. Well, for them, I guess 7.30 to 12. So they get to work mm. four and a half hours. They get paid. Yes, they don't get paid their full salary, but they still get paid. Um, and they're not really being exposed to any high-risk things. They're all healthy, and it's only like the three of us. Yeah. So they're okay with that. But they also had a heart-to-heart. And I told them, you know, it is a business thing. Like, yeah, for two to three weeks, we might be okay with that. But come three months, like Denmark... I don't know about that, paying my team, yeah. you know, 80 hours, you know, For every like, two weeks. Yeah. It's just not realistic. You know, you can't spend money with if you're not making money. And they know that. And they're like, you know, Dr. Joseph, I understand. One, you know, Shantae, my receptionist, was like, Dr. Joseph, you know, I come to work because I enjoy working. I don't have to work. Good, mm-hmm. Shantae, thank you. <laughs> but she's like, I love to work. So if you have to shut down, you know, basically you can't pay me, I'll be okay. But Jackie was kind of quiet about it. But Jackie, my dental assistant, was like, yeah, Dr. Johnson, I understand as well. You know, we understand you're a startup as well. You know, and that, and that really tugged at my heart because she didn't say she'll be okay because everyone has their pride. But I mm-hmm. could tell, like, you know, she needs to work too. And that's why I was like, no, oh, I want you guys to come in, you know, for four hours at least, you know, to work and get paid. And and I was thinking of even putting Jackie aside and saying, you know, do you need to, you know, work full time? Because, you know, I could find something better to do some more training. She could always get better. I could always get better. And maybe, but, like, that's only good for two weeks, Michael. Like, let's be realistic. I can't yeah. do that for, like, three months or two months or more time. But I, I can know. do it for two weeks. I could do it for three weeks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just, 
stress to me a little bit. And right now, only the essentials, just like they said, emergency care is all you need to, to take care of when it comes to patient care right now. It's only if it's like essential and an emergency and needs to be paid or purchased. Like certain things are just not being ordered. I'm like, uh, do we need this yet? We're not seeing patients, so I think we can wait another two weeks before I order this supply, even though it's on my like to-do list to order. Even CE classes, I'm like, mm, CE classes I was thinking of taking in June. No, it's not going to happen. Yeah. And it's not because I'm having a poor mindset. I think it's a more of a responsible mindset. Like, I need to make sure my team is taken care of. I need to make sure my essential bills are taken care of before I spend, you know, X amount of money on a CE course that, yes, is going to grow me and make me a better practitioner. And it's probably going to have a, a nice ROI. But right now, I just want to keep my liquidity going and, you know, have cash in the bank and not just spend it all right now. That's true. Yeah, right now it's like it's all about like saving what you can. You know what I mean? Like right now, like on the bare minimum instead of like continuing to spend. What do you have your team doing right now actually for four hours every day? Um. Well, right now, think about it. We just started this. Well, today we saw emergency. So they didn't even have time to really do too much. Mm-hmm. Um, think about it. You see a patient. One patient was in a chair for like two hours getting extractions. And, you know, work up, and the other patient came in for like an hour. So, what is left? An hour now for them to do anything else? Essentially, no time for them to clean up. You um, can do like little knickknacks, like work on supply lists and make sure they tell me what I need to order. And mm-hmm. Shantae, my friend, I'm like, please work on AR. So, every day I have a good to do is like, what's a priority? Call my implant leads. I have patients still calling to get appointments. I might call them, you know. Make sure our AR is low. Now is the time if someone owes you money, like, hey, pay up. You know what to do. So, yeah, like, I was telling her to call the AR, call the insurance company, figure out why is it we're not getting paid? Is it because we didn't send them an x-ray or did they need a narrative? What is going on? We need our money. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's not a harassing way, but, you know, we let you go out for 30 days. That's enough now. Yeah, yeah <laughs> for real, that is true. Okay. So, okay. So, so, yeah, that's what they're doing, and I think, you know, we're doing the Living Wow. We're part of the Platinum crew. Mm-hmm. So they're doing a lot of training now. So, you know, how to address this issue during this turn, turn down in the economy. You know, how are we going to balance back? How are we going to make April our next best month now? You know, things like that. So that's the goal now for them to work on their skill sets when it comes to Shantae, the front end. How do you escape acceptance? So when we do have patients that finally come through the door, how do we make sure every patient is on an appointment? And with Jacqueline, is just making sure, you know, she's really good with her clinical skills and her verbal skills, um, things like that. We're having systems. Right now, our main priority is working with our KT calendar, which is like key performing indicator. Like, mm-hmm. what do you do on Mondays when you come through the door? What do you do on Tuesdays? What do you do on Wednesdays? What do you do on Thursdays? What do you do every week? What do you do every, every other week? What do you do every month? So if you do on because of life that happens, so I just plug and play someone else. So that's a priority right now, just creating solid systems and making sure we're documenting these systems on paper and Excel. And so if some new hire comes in, even if you know, you're still there, we have like a manual. We have something they could go by, like, oh, Shantae is gone today. What does Shantae normally do that needs to be done today? Or what are some things Shantae does that we could just wait until she comes back? So things like that, that's why I need to work on my KPI calendar because... Because my startups took off 
so quickly, mm-hmm. there's something that just like didn't get done, like the KPI calendar. So, so now that we have two weeks, we're going to do that. Does everybody have a KPI calendar on your team? Like Shantae has her own, Jacqueline has her own, you have your own, and then there's a massive one like for the whole team, or is it? How does that work? Mm, no, that's the issue. We don't have one. We have it in our brain. So now mm-hmm. we need to sit down and write it all out. Where Shantae knows on Mondays, I call an insurance company. That's what I do on Mondays. It doesn't matter how busy I get. Mm-hmm. I need to call insurance companies and figure out where our money is and why is it that we don't have it in our mailbox. So we need to do things like that. Like on Tuesdays, I water all the plants. <laughs> like, you know, mm-hmm. I don't know. On Wednesdays, I call patients to wonder, you know, how are they going to, you know, clear out their balance. Like, that's what that's what I want. She doesn't have that. She does it, but we don't have designated days for her to do it. Like, mm-hmm. there are certain things that she needs to do every day that, you know, she usually does, but every now and then it's like human. You forget. Something happens. So a patient calls. It two hours on the phone. And before you know, it's time to go home. And we need to designate. It doesn't matter if it's time to go home. If it didn't get done, we need to stay a little bit later mm-hmm. or come back the next day a little earlier to get it done. That's why I need a KPI calendar where they know what they're doing every single day. Like, you know, we do the sport testing like Jackie. On certain days, you know, we do a thorough cleaning of your operatory. We, we restock on this day. So instead of always having to like me do what to do with, oh, Jackie, I need you to do this today. Oh, Shantan, no, it's going to be there already. Like on Mondays, this is what you do. So gotcha, I'm excited gotcha. about getting that going because a system, an office that has systems that's organized runs more efficiently and you save more money and you make more money. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because it's not like Groundhog Day every single day. Sometimes it goes that way. You yeah, know? yeah, that's true. And you get frustrated, and it's not. And sometimes you have to realize it's not a person's fault that forgets. It's a system error because you don't have systems in place. If you notice, like the person's always forgetting, or you're forgetting to tell them, well, it's a system error. You know, that's why these like BMW has, you know, a factory that runs efficiently, but they can't afford to miss a screw in a car. They just can't. So they have checklists after checklists to make sure they're double checking and everything is a system. So that's what we need to do. At the end of the day, it's a business, not just teeth. Mm-hmm. And that's how we need to run to do well on less, especially now. You know, is this going to be the new norm for a while? We don't know. I know, yeah. <laughs> it's like a, a unknown type of territory. But you just came back from Delivering Wow Summit, right? Yes, it was awesome. So then talk to me a little bit about what were some like major, major things that you were reminded of or learned in that uh, summit? How we really need to like organize ourselves as a business, like not just treat patients, treat patients and send them home. Like it's a business. And if you want to scale up or scale down, there's certain systems that you have to follow and you have to figure out what you're strong and what's your weekend and what's your weekend, you need to focus on that. And also, once again, having a system that you could replicate and duplicate over and over again and not every Monday is a new day. You know, it's like, no, Mondays we do this and we know we do this and everyone's held accountable and you give mm-hmm. people the right tools to excel and, do, and be their best. You know, because at the end of the day, everyone wants to be their best for the most part. Mm-hmm. But are you also equipping your team members or yourself to be the best? You know, so... Things like that, like, we definitely touched on case acceptance. What type of verbiage are you using? You know, are you using the right verbiage? So she gave us an example of that. Also, do you, do you have a strong vision? Like, what, is, what are you known for in your community? 
you know, do your team members know? Do you know? Does yeah. your patients know? You know, things like that. Things to really grow your practice exponentially um, at a rate that, you know, no one could believe, but it is very possible. Like I told you, you know, before, like, I really don't do too much marketing besides the Facebook, mm-hmm. which people are like, really, that's it? It doesn't work. It doesn't work. You just have to stay in for the long run. It's a process. Like, I started doing Facebook marketing like a year before I opened it. It's like a little less, but almost a year before I opened mm-hmm. I started doing it, and it was like drip marketing, drip marketing. You know, first it was like two likes, you know, three likes for like a post. Or now, just organically, you know, I could get 50 plus because I built my audience. You know, I still, I started telling my story from day one. Like, what was my motivation? What was my goal? What was my vision? And people that liked that would just follow me. And eventually it grew, it grew my audience. Where now, as soon as I put something out, there's someone that wants to read it or listen to it. And those are, the, those are my patients, Michael. Those are mm-hmm. my patients. Those are the people that come to the door, and they're just awesome patients. Like, my Facebook patients are the best because they already, like, know me a little bit and like me. So now it's just, you know, do they have the money to afford the quality of care that they want? And that's it. That's the only thing they trust you. Right? They're already saying yes to your treatment plan. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, that's mm-hmm. good. I like that. So then when it comes to your vision, because you said in the summit they talked about, like, does does your uh, team know your vision? Does their community know your vision what is your vision then like how, what does your community or actually what do you think your team and or your community knows you as oh thank you for asking michael <laughs> <laughs> so, they really do they always say it yeah epic dental experience that's what i see dental is about when you come to the door the moment you step in until you leave it's an epic experience at first i was just using it as a tagline just to, you know to stay and i really wanted my patients to have an amazing experience but every patient at least or at least a review it's rare that they don't see the word epic capitalized you know mm-hmm. they're like it was epic it was epic like it really was epic and people are like, really, a dental office epic, really? But <laughs> we just really roll out the red carpet and really try to exceed our patients' expectations every single time. Like, would you like flat or sparkling water? Would you like a snack while you wait in your lounge? Would you like in a relaxation room? Here's a warm-scented towel after the procedure. You know, we're, we're calling them after to check on them. You know, things like that. We're giving the kids balloons. We're giving them toys before their appointments. We're like, yeah, birthdays, if someone comes, we're like, you know, decorating the operatory for them. Mm-hmm. We just want to give them, like, the best so it's memorable so they really could have a good experience. So, you know, when they get older, especially the kids, they're like, yeah, I love my dentist growing up. <laughs> you know? yeah. And as adults, they're like, oh, my gosh, you need to go see my dentist. We want raving fans. We want the whole community raving. And we want the community to know we're here for them. We're here to support them. So any opportunity to get to, like, support, give back, we try to do it. Like if someone invites me to speak at a church or come to the organization and speak and support them, respond to them, it's rare that I say no. Mm-hmm. It's rare. Because that's what we want to be known for, to give back and to give back abundantly as well. Because it's amazing. The more you give back, the more patients that come through the door that want you to take care of them and their family. Like I tell you, you treat one patient well, they send four more like them. It's, I love it. You that's treat cool. the mom well, they, they, they make the appointment for the husband all their children yeah like i love it i love it i love mm-hmm. it that's so good so. right now then um talk rewind a little bit about that like when so when somebody has a birthday i guess it's normal like i know for us like you get like an email right like hey congrats on turning another whatever right 
So you decorate the operatory. Like, what do you do specifically for that? So we have, like, a little board that you can, like, customize for the person. So we're like, happy birthday, cycle. And we just put it, and we light it up. It it, it lights up. It has battery. Um, And also we put balloons. We have, like, custom Odyssey dental balloons. So it's nothing. We have a helium tank. So it's, like, nothing crazy. And then, of course, maybe if it's, like, the birthday was the day before or the day is coming, like, tomorrow, or maybe it's their, their birthday today, like, they come in the day of their birthday, we'll give them, like, a Sonic Care. They, you know, Sonic Care, oh. like, the ones that I bought are in bulk. They're, like, $20. Mm-hmm. Or we give them a gift card to, like, um, Jumping Bean, which is, like, a local coffee shop that everyone goes to and knows. It's, like, a $5 gift card. So we give them, like, a little something extra and special. They usually put us on Instagram, tag us. People are like, oh, I want to go to that dental office. <laughs> but it's, it's just like you made it magical for them. You made it something that could be so anxiety-filled and not so pleasant, like a memory now. Because you celebrate them because they walk in the aperture like, oh, my God. You know? Yeah. <laughs> so excited that you remember their birthday. Um, we don't even send emails out. We're not as organized <laughs> as you think. We don't. We don't send out emails and say happy birthday. Um, we don't even. I don't know how to do it yet. I need, I need to ask more dental about that. But um, yeah, we just we just every morning we we check. Does anyone have a birthday coming up? You know, did they have a birthday yesterday? Is it coming up tomorrow? Every morning, and they're like, oh yeah, someone's having a birthday today. We're like, okay, get, let's get the board ready, and then um, I take a picture with them for Insta for the gram, mm-hmm. and I just you know make sure they feel really special, really really special. Do you do that also with like anniversaries or like graduations and stuff like that, or not just birthdays? So I guess I don't. You know what? I need a better questionnaire, right? a better intake form to get that information. I don't have that information, but I need to. I want to understand like what's your favorite team, what's your favorite color, what's your favorite restaurant, like things like that. Like you know, when's your anniversary? Um, to like you know, send them little things. Like for example, there's a patient that wants to lose weight. I just learned about it two days ago. Mm-hmm. He wants to lose a little bit of weight. I was like, oh, you should look into, like, a meal planning company called Clean Heat. They literally make food for you. You know, mm. chefs make food for you that's all healthy, and it's frozen. All you have to do is pick it up and warm it up, and you could just plan two meals a day, one meal a day. I was like, you know, you should really look into that. She goes, you're right, I should. Well, that's how I gained my weight, by eating fast food and going on the run and skipping meals. I was yeah. like, we definitely need to try cleaning. I was like, you know what? It would be such a good surprise if I just get her, like, a week's supply of cleaning. Just give her, like, a gift card for her to get her own stuff. And I was like, oh, it's little things like that that I like to do. Um, and, you know, it's not like I'm, I'm I'm just hoping I get a review or hoping that I have a great return on investment. It's like, it's just, I, don't know, I love it. I just love it. And those patients are raving fans when you do little things like that. Because I didn't even do that. And she left me, like, a, an amazing review on Google. Mm-hmm. Like, an amazing review. Like, I need to, like, put it on my social media page. And I didn't even do anything. So I can only imagine, like, yeah. if I do something like that for her for her birthday or, or whatever. Just sometimes just because, you know, once again, she's going to be an ambassador. And those patients usually are an ambassador, especially the ones where you treat their kids like amazing, like the whole balloon and the card thing for their birthday. Yeah. They're like, don't tell anyone that will listen about their dentist. Like, have you been to the dentist? Well, you need to come to my dentist. <laughs> and it's like a balloon <laughs> and a card. Yeah. Like a card. I like that, though. I like how you're like, like, I guess almost like genuinely interested in like the specifics of their life. You know what I mean? Like, hey, what's your favorite color? And then, <laughs> or what's your 
I don't know, like if they just had a surgery somewhere else, right? It's interesting for the... Yeah, absolutely. Like, I can't wait to to have someone on my team that has more time to even do it for me. Like, oh, someone like this. Oh, let's go on Amazon and order it for her and just have it ready to go. Like, she got accepted to Duke. Let's get her Duke sweatshirt, you know, and tell her how proud we are of her. And it just, like, shows up on her doorstep. That's just little things that are so intentional, but so simple. And patience, oh, my God, it means the world to them. They're not going anywhere if you if you go out of network. I promise you. Yeah. They're not going anywhere. That's true. I wonder how like, but maybe you can do that throughout this time. Like, create some type of questionnaire or something. I don't know. Yeah, I don't, I'm how going would... to. I'm going to. I am. You're right. I need to like do it a little different. Uh, have an epic questionnaire. Right? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I'm gonna come up with something so I get to know my patients a little bit more. Because you know, I have like a generic question and we talk to them about like medical and dental history and sometimes you know what they do as a living but i don't mm-hmm. have anything else that's like you know more, more personable that yeah. i think patients really would like for me to know some patients like when they when you know more about them and you're excited about what they do like track or they play a sport or they belong to a certain you know fraternity or sorority or something like that um something yeah, that, that you know you can relate to them about that would be super interesting, like to figure to yeah. figure all that stuff out. You know what I mean? Maybe like, yeah. Maybe when like uh, the assistant is talking to them before you get in the room, they can figure it out. You something. know what? They meet me. Well, they meet my assistant first, but they really sit down with me first. Meaning, like my assistant gives them the tour, but once they're done with their tour, they kind of sit in the consultation room and we talk about their their goals. Like, what's your goal for your mouth? You know, for your teeth, you know, are you having any pains? Do you have any questions? Like, what brings you here? How do you find us? And we just, you know, chit-chat about life. I do that first, so my hmm. assistant doesn't really get a chance. And the thing is, I don't know where on Open Dental I could actually add some personal information about this. I need to call Open Dental and ask them about that. Because sometimes they tell me cool stories and stuff. And I'm like, you know, next time they come back, I want to ask them about their trip to... X, Y, and Z. I want to know if they got into that school they really wanted to get into. Like, yes, like the other day, like a patient was like, my daughter just got into the master's program she wanted to get into. I'm so excited. You know, what would be nice if I could remember that. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, I need to figure out a way to do that. I know one office I used to work in, they were really good at that. They would always write little notes about the patient. I'm like, oh, so how is it, you know, working at at IBM or something? Mm Mm-hmm. They were like, oh, yeah, I love it. I do this and that. And they really like that, you know, you really, you care. And yeah. you remember. They're like, oh, you remember? Or I used to write welcome letters. Like, let's say we had a new patient. They used to type up a really nice welcome letter, and I would sign it. But I would do more than sign it. I would actually write a little note. I would say, oh, I can't wait to hear about your trip, you know, when you come back in six months for your recall appointment. Don't forget to show me pictures. And it was just a little extra touch. And patients loved it. They're like, oh, have you met this doctor? She's so new. And as a new associate, you just, you just have to earn your stripes. That's a quick way to earn your stripes is really being personable and really taking genuine interest in your patient's personal life, not being nosy, but just remembering little special details that they talk to you about. Yeah. So it's kind of like all on you then when it's in the consultation room. It's like up to you. Maybe you can just like have a notepad or something and just put that in the folder, like a sheet of paper. You know what I mean? You're right. I need to do something, but I'm pretty sure like I need to jot it down and tell Jackie, can you put this in there? Can you put this 
in the special note section, or if I learn what the special note section is, I could put it myself, and we could always put, oh, special notes. And there's pop-ups. Well, to me, pop-ups are more like, oh, patient needs antibiotic <laughs> prophylaxis or something. Yeah. I don't know if special notes is, oh, patient loves, you know, the New York Giants or something. But, um... <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll see. I, I need to figure it out. Or, like I said, come up with a better questionnaire where it asks some of these questions where I kind of know, you know, top ten questions that are personal where I always kind of know the answers because we already have it in our database. So I need yeah. to do that. Okay. That's what I need to do. I think that will solve all the problems. Yeah, some... No uh, right problem, I, Yeah. Right now, you mentioned that people are calling you, right? Throughout this whole thing. So... What are you telling the people who want appointments, but they're not emergencies? Oh, we'll just tell them about the, you know, coronavirus right now. We're only seeing emergency patients. That means pain, you know, infection. Um, yeah, pain, infection, and swelling. Because they understand. Like, a lot of them want a cleaning. They're like, yeah, I'll, I'll be fine in May. Well, they're, they're fine. Patients are way more understanding than you think. Um, it's only the emergency patients like, yeah, I want to be seen. I want to be seen yesterday. Yeah, they they don't understand. <laughs> they want to be seen. And we can see them. It's just that, they, you know, they just tell you minimize errors. They'll ask key questions. Have you had a fever? Have you been outside the country? Mm-hmm. Do you seem to have symptoms of a cold or a flu? Yeah, we can't treat you. But, mm-hmm. um, yeah, but most of the, for the most part, everyone is, is healthy that comes through our door. So And we have everyone wash their hands as soon as they step through the door. We're like, oh, um, yes, can you please wash your hands before we get started with your paperwork? Or well, we don't have paperwork, you know, the iPad stuff. Yeah. And then even after they wash your hands, we're still disinfecting everything. We have a timer every hour. We'll wipe things down. Um, that's my protocol here. I'm like, girls, you need to wipe it down. Take your timer. Wipe it down. Minimize mm-hmm. how many people to come to visit with your patients. So, and people understand, like, we had one patient come in. Monday before we closed, and it was like a 13-year-old boy. His sister came with him and his mom, and his dad. And they went in the car and sat while he was getting his work done. Today, husband brought the wife. Husband sat in the car. Actually, husband left. So people kind of know. They're getting the memo. <laughs> yeah. They're getting the memo. Social distancing. Minimize it. Please respect it. Wash your hands. Pre, pre-procedure rinses with hydrogen peroxide. Patients are doing it, and they love it. Like, one one lady had to get an extraction because she really was abscessed. I was like, yeah, she needs to get the work done. Actually, it's not, like, elective care. Mm-hmm. And everyone was like, are you sure you're going to dental? Are you sure it's going to be okay? She goes, you haven't been to my dental office. It's <laughs> very clean. It's, and she's right. We're, like, wiping down the door handles, everything, as soon as they touch it. Like, we're not playing games, and, you know, we are taking the precautions and extra precautions, so they probably are safer here than other places. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. true. You're right. Did you have to do, a, like, a PSA, or did you do anything like that where you sent out an email to everybody or said something on Facebook or Instagram? I did everything. I did everything that you could think of to make sure my pages were on here to support them, and we're, we're taking extra precautions. We're temporarily closed. Like it was like one announcement after another announcement after the delivery one conference. I didn't get a chance to breathe. Like I'm finally kind of like you know floating. But yeah, I, I stayed up, typed up a little email, sent it to my patient, made an announcement on Facebook and Instagram. Did a what is it called? What's it called? A story. Did stories, mm-hmm. and then a day later. I told them, okay, we're temporarily closed. 
Um, and, that's, and then I did also a little video letting them know our stances and why we're taking a stance for the guidelines from the American Dental Association. You know, just doing what you're supposed to do as a business owner. I'm wearing a new, I'm wearing a new hat now, things that I'm not used to doing. I used to just be a technician. I just, you know, fixed teeth and went home. Now it's completely yeah. different. Yeah, like, now I have to myself, my family, my team, my patients, so much to worry about. You have to have meetings with your team to let them know. You have to send emails to your team, like, this is going to be the new standard now. Mm-hmm. This is what we do. So I'm sending emails to everyone, Michael. Everyone, <laughs> everyone's going to lose emails. It's a lot. It's a lot. And also trying to figure out how do I make next month awesome? Like, how do I figure out how, what strategy do I have? You know, mm-hmm. um, something. Man, it sounds like you're doing a ton, man. Like, figure, you know what I mean? Because right now, I there's, I don't know. Maybe if you've been on Facebook, maybe you haven't as much. But if you kind of look at it, there's a, there's two, there's a couple people. There's a couple people who are like, they're freaking out. They're closing. They're just like, I don't know what to do. How to pay employees? How to defer my loans? How to do all this? Right? Defer my rent. And there's people who are kind of like, we'll get through this. Let's just stay home and and watch <laughs> courses, watch all these things, right? So. You kind of, you don't know. You know what I mean? You're like, what should we do? What should we be doing? So I think it's yeah, interesting. It's interesting exactly. to know what you're doing. It's just, yeah, it's just something different that we're just so not used to, be, you know, dealing with, you know, whether you're an associate or business owner. Um, it's just tough unless you're, like, working for, like, a big corporate and they're like, oh, we'll still pay you. Yeah, but. You know, girl, if you stay home or not. You know, or you're in the military, you're kind of like, mm, I'm nervous. Yeah. You know, I'm nervous. You know, you may be okay for two weeks, but, you know, when you talk about three months some places, you're like, whoa. That's true. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I say that for three months <laughs> to pay my employees and myself and my loans, you know. Yeah. It gets to a point, you know, you need to have that difficult conversation and be realistic. Yeah. Do you think you're going to have to, um, like, call somebody to defer loans or anything like that or no? I haven't yet. I haven't yet. Okay. I haven't yet. This good. This good, yeah. I think um, eventually I, that's going to be on my to-do list the next two weeks to see what can Wells Fargo and United Community Bank do for, for me. Can they postpone it for a little bit until cash flow starts to pick it up again? Kind of like when you're a startup. Yeah. That's a lot. That's a lot of things like you might have to like implement protocol for. Maybe never even call. You know what I mean? It might not ever happen. But still, it's good to like, you know what I mean? I already have it there. Just yeah. in case. Michael, can you hold on for a second? Hi, Michael. I'm so sorry. My little okay. girl answered the phone, the office phone. <laughs> she goes, I'm calling. I do dental. And then she goes, Mommy, do you need to like pick up the phone i go oh my gosh <laughs> and it's a, of course it's a patient you know calling you know the phone line is like my blood line i mm-hmm. always feel like i need to pick it up but we have an answering service that picks it up but i don't have to pick it up if i'm on the call with you but my little girl picked it up <laughs> so you thought it was like a kid's office like what's going on <laughs> and, and i apologize he goes, oh, she's so cute but he actually had questions about implants told you people are still calling i guess now that people are home because of social distancing all calling about implants now like i'm getting like that's my fourth lead today that's calling and saying hey can you tell me more about implants can i make an appointment yes you can wow. in two weeks we could see you yes yeah. like mm-hmm. so, i'm working out michael 
Uh, is is Crimson still doing your implants? Like, um, yes, they are, and I'm getting leads. Like, I think I have like over sixty leads now, and it's been like I want to say a little oh. more month or just a little over a month, and I've gotten sixty leads. And I'm not saying they're all great leads, but it's all in the numbers. <laughs> Eventually, the ROI is going to be great. I just have to keep picking up the phone and making and returning people's calls and um, getting them in. So yeah. I'm excited. Yeah. Wow. So Crimson's really—it's happening, right? Like there were. They're making it happen for you, like with the leads and everything right now. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're definitely making it happen for me, you know, as far as implant leads. That's all I'm using them for right now. So Facebook, we haven't even done any Google ads at all. We're just a straight Facebook. And, wow. yeah, we're boosting it, I think, for $15 a day, which that's nothing compared to, like, thousands that people are paying. So mm-hmm. I'm happy. I'm very pleased so far with, you know, the number of leads. Now I need to focus on the quality of the leads. Um, and that's me getting them in and just vetting them and figuring out, can they afford it? Do they really want it? Are they even good candidates? And I had one patient come in that was a really good candidate, but she needs a lot of other work. Guess what? She started the same day. She's like, I want it all. I want it all. Wow. Like, yes, please do. And she already <laughs> paid for my Facebook marketing. Like, she already paid me for what Crimson charged me. Like, with one patient, I'm done. So anything else is gravy. So I'm, ex- I'm fine. I'm fine. Man, that's so cool. That's so yeah. good. That's awesome. That's awesome. I love yeah, to hear that. You have to get to the phone like my daughter did, though. You have to get to the phone. <laughs> that's why you can't let any leave. Like, I'm a stickler. That's going to be one of my, that's one of going to be, what I want to be one of the KPIs for Shantae is calling my implant leads right away. Like, do they want to be contacted in the morning or afternoon? So you're going to have two times that you call our leads. Like, in the morning, if they checked off morning, and after lunch, if they checked off afternoon. That's like non-negotiable. We have to get them in if they want to get in because out of sight, out of mind. You, you let two, three days go by. They're like, "What? I want an implant? Huh? What?" Mm-hmm. You're like, "Come on! You filled out this questionnaire. You said you wanted implants." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's because you didn't execute quick enough. They went. They already went found another office. And the other thing is to make sure you have fruitful leads. This is like a little pearl. I'm making all my implants patients that want an appointment, a free implant consultation, pay a deposit of $67. And the reason, and they're not, and it's refundable. Like, let's say they come to their appointment or they want to get treatment, it can get applied to their treatment, or mm-hmm. they get a refund if they're like, you know what, I'm still thinking, fine. But you didn't completely waste my time and not no-show. That's what you'll find when they have nothing invested in the appointment, and it's a free appointment, and they call randomly and made it. Or you call them, they're like, oh, yeah, I didn't want to do that, but they kind of forgot. You're just sitting there wasting your money and your time now because they decided to no-show and didn't even have the time and courtesy to call you to reschedule. Yeah. So I did encounter that with my implant leads, and I was like, nope, not doing it. And I learned that from Elijah. Mm-hmm. Oh, Elijah, uh-huh, yeah. driven. He was like, yeah, you should have him pay something. And I think he was saying, make sure you could tell them that it's refundable if they show up, but it's not if they don't. And guess what? At first, I was like, you know, let's see how it's going to go. Guess what? Patients are saying, yeah, no problem. Really? They give us their credit card number. So guess what? That means they're going to come through the door or forfeit $67. <laughs> so does anybody ever say like, yeah, but does anybody ever say like, oh, I thought it was free? You know what? I think Shantae beats him to the punch. She has, she's been in the game long enough. She knows how to command the conversation. You know, the consultation is complimentary or free of charge for you. 
but we charge a $67 deposit to hold your appointment, where if you come to your appointment, it gets refunded back. And if you want treatment, we just apply it if you want. But she already talks to them before it becomes an objective to for them. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I like that. I like that a lot. That's so smart. Mm-hmm. Huh. Yeah, it's like little hacks I'm learning along the way to like not waste my time and money. Like local meditations, I call them as soon as they make their appointment. I welcome them to the practice. They're like, "Oh my god, thank you for calling!" And it's just to make them feel like you didn't just make a, an appointment randomly online that no one cares about. No, I'm 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 excited to meet you. So please don't no show me because I just told you how excited I am to meet you. I'm looking forward to meeting you. Do you have any questions? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I think that helps with local men. Man, that's awesome. Well, that's awesome, Cassandra. It's so good to hear that you're doing, like, you're still killing it. You know what I mean? Like, throughout this whole, I don't know what to call it, but this whole pandemic, I guess. Like, you know what I mean? Everything that's happening. Yeah. But, uh, that's exactly. okay. Yeah. I don't know if I'm killing it, but I'm just trying to make lemonade out of lemons right now. Like, <laughs> I'm just trying to do my best to stay afloat. Like, what can you do, right? Like, I can sit here and whine and complain and be sad, like, oh my God, the world's gonna end my startup, it's not gonna go anywhere. Or I could just say, what can I do now to prepare for my startup? It's kind of like before my startup opened, what was I doing? I was gearing my patients up so when I open, I could take off running. Same thing. As soon as we could see patients again without it just being an emergency, I wanna take off running. Yeah. I want my books to be full, I want my phones ringing and buzzing, I want my patients to be excited that we're here again you know, to take care of them and treat them to an epic one experience. So that's what I'm working on. Yeah. Okay. All righty. Any last words? No. I want everyone to continue to be healthy, safe, and make this time epic. Spend quality time with your loved ones, your family, play games with the kids, you know, <laughs> do crafts, movie nights. Of course, homeschool is not always amazingly fun, but just make it fun. <laughs> No, I think use the time wisely to work on your systems, you know, work on your team if you can, and um, just know we're all, gonna, we're all in this together, and we're going to get through it together, and we're going to emerge even stronger than we were. I have faith in that. Yeah, yeah, we're all in this together, guys. So, if anybody's interested in any of the companies that um, Cassandra mentioned in this episode, just go in the show notes below to check them out, and yeah, we'll, got, we'll talk to you guys uh, next week. Bye, guys. Take care of the epic.